Welcome to Unique Impressions. I'm your host, Shauna Knuckles, and you're listening to episode 15, the trends keeping PR agencies relevant over the next decade. In today's episode, we're going to discuss three trends that will keep PR agencies relevant in the years ahead of us. You are listening to Unique Impressions, the podcast for PR pros who want to up-level their success. I'm your host, Shauna Knuckles. I'm a PR expert, agency owner, and run a training company for PR teams. In this podcast, I'm sharing the exact tools, tactics, strategies, and mindset hacks that work for PR pros. They're the lessons I've learned from leading campaigns for multi-million and billion-dollar brands running my own agency, managing team members at every level, and most importantly, staying happy and healthy through it all. If you are looking for a go-to resource to become highly effective in your PR career, you are in the right place. Hello, hello. I hope everyone is doing well and staying well this week. We definitely don't need to state the obvious, but what's happening in the world right now is definitely making everyone feel a little anxious about what the future might hold for us. We're not fortune tellers, but my company, Advocation, has been poring over research, consumer response to the pandemic, how the PR industry has been adapting and evolving, and we've distilled it all down like 60 pages of research, everyone. We've distilled it down to a white paper detailing the trends that will keep PR agencies relevant over the next decade as we rebuild our industry. Today, we're going to discuss in depth three of the trends that we highlighted in our white paper. There are six trends in total. So if you want to get all six trends, you can download the entire white paper by going to prwhitepaper.com. But today we're going deep in depth into three trends that every person who works inside of a PR agency should be thinking about right now. So The first trend we're going to dive right into is the maturing gig economy. So the gig economy is a little bit of a newer phrase, but freelancing and consulting are definitely not new by any means at all. The gig economy is actually how I first got into the PR industry. No one was calling it that at the time. No one called it the gig economy. But during the recession, when there were no jobs at all, I had a bunch of quote unquote gigs that I was trying to cobble together to have a career and experience to be relevant in the PR industry. Today, the gig economy is much more accessible, and it's actually a huge part of our economy. So as we were reading up on the state of the state with the gig economy right now, I was really surprised to see that it actually makes up one trillion, trillion with a T, of our GDP in the United States. And as an industry, it's actually bigger 
than other major industries like construction or transportation. Just to give you an idea of comparison, how big the gig economy is today. 35% of people in the United States freelance. And as we look at younger generations, that number grows significantly. So 53% of Gen Z is freelancing. And to have us on the same page, the age group that we're looking at is 18 to 22 for Gen Z. And then if we look at millennials, 40% of millennials are freelancing right now. So with tools like Upwork and a better understanding of how to really navigate a career in the gig economy, freelancing is becoming a more and more viable, accessible, and accessible path for our professional lives. So what does this mean for the PR industry? There are a few things. So the gig economy is going to grow amidst what's happened with the pandemic. So there was a survey that PR M&A firm Golden Partners conducted of agencies during the pandemic. And according to this survey, 60% of agencies have either had to, at the time surveyed, furlough, layoff, or cut the salaries of their staff. And as those people look to stay viable in their careers, they're going to leverage their skills and talents in the gig economy. And that same study showed that 90% of agencies had lost revenue due to canceled or paused client contracts. So as budgets are reconfigured or agencies take on new projects to make up that lost revenue, the gig economy is going to provide a more flexible workforce that can support that ebb and flow of work while revenue may be more uncertain than we've had in the years past. And I actually anticipate that what I call pop-up account teams are going to become much more common. And this is where agencies bring together a group of experts to work on a client project together. And it might be a blend of full-time employees. It might be one full-time employee and a team of freelancers. But I think what we're going to see is instead of largely full-time employees and maybe an expert or two or a freelancer or two to support overflow, we're going to have these custom account pop-up teams to rock client work and support this ebb and flow of client projects and client retainers that are going to look a little bit different in the years ahead. So what does this really mean for agencies? So there are a couple of things. They are going to need to become experts at spotting, attracting, and cultivating truly talented people. They're going to need a deep understanding of what expertise and the people who fit and fill that expertise are going to be needed to actually do the work and do the work well. And they're going to need SOPs, processes that really ensure teams, no matter who's on them, full-time employees, freelancers, a combination of the two, 
they're going to need these processes that ensure teams that look a little bit different really run like a well-oiled machine. And there's no beat that's being missed in terms of one, client service, and also work quality. All right. Trend two is the fact that paying your dues in the industry is dead. On the surface, that may sound very exciting for rising talent in the PR industry and also at the same time terrifying to agency owners, but it's not the case. So millennials have had a really bad rap over the last I would say decade or so since they really started saturating the workforce. They've been called job hoppers. They've been accused of having no loyalty to their employers. And what we're seeing now with actual data is that it's just not true. Their job tenure is actually longer than the generation before them. So Gen X, they're staying at their jobs actually longer than Gen X. And that's not the only major difference between Gen X and millennials. There's also a huge difference in the size, the number of people who are part of that generation. Gen X is actually a lot smaller. And you might be asking, why does this matter? So this is why. Baby boomers are leaving the industry and Gen X is just far too small to fill the void and leadership that we will feel in this industry. One study suggested that communication executives expect that by 2023, that's really soon, y'all, 2023, that's three years, they will have to replace or retrain a quarter, 25% of their workforce. And what this means for millennials is they're going to have to rise through the ranks to fill leadership roles more quickly than any generation before them. Exciting, right? If you're a millennial, you might be thinking like, heck yeah, now's my chance. But with that opportunity also comes a lot of responsibility that will have to be met by both employees and agency owners and leaders as well. So millennials who want those leadership roles they will have to take the necessary steps and actions to prepare for them. And it's going to be far and above what they're likely learning on the job. And on top of that, agencies will have to completely overhaul the way they're grooming talent, really with a focus on preparing every team member at every level for leadership And they're going to need to start on the day that these employees are hired. There's a huge void in the PR industry when it comes to leadership training and an opportunity for employers and employees to really up-level their approach and effort. And that is going to be so, so, so needed as we look ahead in the future of the industry. And if you want a leadership role or 
you're running an agency or have an agency where you want to cultivate this type of leadership talent, this is a trend that I would pay a lot of attention to, spend some time digging into and really look into it more deeply. And again, if you want to read more about this trend in our white paper, you can download the whole thing at prwhitepaper.com. And the last trend we're going to talk about in depth today is flex time. Flex time as a perk is going to become completely obsolete. And that may sound very strange because right now in this moment, we are all working from home right now, but that's exactly the point. Instead of a perk where maybe we'd see work from home a day a week, two days a week, working from home every once in a while, having a truly flexible working environment is going to become the new norm. This is something that employees in the PR industry have actually wanted for a very long time. In a 2019 report, PR Week showed that almost 75% of PR professionals said flex time was the most important benefit they could get at their jobs. But just 41% of employers were offering it. That's a pretty big gap. So the reality is, and this is a topic that I'm actually really passionate about because the logical side of my brain kicks in that the way we've been doing things just doesn't make sense for the future of our industry. Our most qualified and experienced individuals are leaving agencies because the agency lifestyle doesn't work for them anymore. Almost half of the people who turn to a career in freelancing do it because they can no longer commit to a traditional nine to five. And from a personal perspective, I see this every day in the PR industry with individuals who I work with, who I hire, who the agencies I work with hire. The most qualified, most skilled people oftentimes do not want or cannot maintain a traditional nine to five job, but they still want to work. Usually the reason that we see in the industry that I see personally that people do not no longer can commit to a nine to five is family obligations. Sometimes it's health reasons, but there is a huge pool of people who are highly, highly qualified and just can't have a nine to five. And the pool of people moving forward who are going to commit to a full-time job in an office is going to drastically shrink because after this pandemic, there will be a lot of companies who are willing to have a 100% remote team. We're already seeing that. Companies like Twitter and Google are leading this charge that work from home might make sense, not just now, but in the long run. And the ones who really aren't open to having at least half-time, part-time remote teams are going to seem like dinosaurs in, I would estimate, one year. Now, right now, there is a real safety incentive to work from home, of course, but the test has proven that working from home actually works. And on top of 
providing a perk that employees have really wanted for a very long time. We're seeing a ton of added benefits. People have more time for their personal lives, more time for their family. There's no commute. We're seeing better air quality with less pollution. We expect that commercial real estate is just going to plummet because people just don't see the need to pay for office space like they did in the past. But here is the thing. Agencies won't be able to just turn on a switch and make working from home permanent. They won't even be able to just adapt their current quote unquote flex time policies to be working from home five days a week instead of one or two. What will need to happen in the very near future is agencies will have to totally overhaul their business operations to create systems that lead with a remote workforce. Otherwise, it's going to really feel like we're putting a round peg into a square hole or a a square peg into a round hole. And the agencies who really win on this front are going to go all in on figuring out how work from home is truly going to work in the long term and the procedures and processes they'll need to create to really make it work. And this is something that we do really well. We've actually been managing and running remote teams since I started my company, both as an agency and on our training campus. So we've taken the procedures and processes that work for remote teams and are helping agencies implement them for their own workforce. And as a little teaser, we're working on something that will help even more agencies and PR professionals create a system that works for work from home teams that we'll be sharing with you in the next month or so. So stay tuned for that. We're very excited to share that with everyone. And that is what we have for you today. Those are three trends that every PR agency professional, every agency owner should really be paying attention to in this moment. Again, if you want to dive into all six trends that we detailed in our white paper, you can go to prwhitepaper.com to get the entire thing. Until next time, friends.